Hi, this is Danielle Day. You have found Light Not Might. This is the podcast that celebrates people getting out of their own way. This is 2020, and I've just got a chance to catch up with one of my very favorite alumni. That was Jake Grossman. He graduated teacher training in 2018 and has gone on to teach classes, He has gone on to pursue lifestyle coaching, and he's gone on to take the skills, the knowledge, and the abilities that he just naturally possesses into his very next chapter, his very best, very best next chapter. All right, well, friends, just like I said in the intro, Jake Grossman is a very special person in my life. I kind of consider him a spiritual brother. I kind of adopted him by force on the side of the road one day, and (laughs) that's a tale for another time. But Jake, (laughs) welcome to Light Not Might. Your episode that we did together was one of the most popular episodes that we ever did. So I thought it would be really cool for folks to listen to Jake Grossman's story at this point on the path where things have been so different because of pandemic. Today's date, we should say, just for posterity, is December 11th, 2020. And so my friend, catch us up. What say you? Yeah, well, it's been the craziest year of my life, and I'm sure all of you listening can agree with that. Um, You know, absolutely crazy year, and we work, so you and I both work in an industry where we're based off meeting in physical space, and breathing is a big part of our practice of yoga, breathing together. And so this whole pandemic has sent fear into the very roots of what we do, and that fear is totally rightfully there. It, you know, it's a real threat. And um, there's so much to be proud of the people in the world who have come together, you know, the medical care workers out there, people who are really being careful and quarantining and masking up and all that stuff. But when it comes to our work, it really threw things up in the air for a lot of us. And so for me, it was a time of uncertainty. What is my next step? But I'm really happy to say that, you know, Every time it feels like the rug is getting pulled out from under me by the universe, it's really the universe just giving me a loving shove into the next chapter. Oh, I so love I will that's say, my friend Jake's attitude. I love it. Keep going. Oh my God. You're just like for my soul, the chicken soup. Go. I need to drink some more. Say it. <laughs> totally. Here's some more chicken soup for the soul. Um, there's a vegan option as well. Oh, that, see, we please <laughs> forgive me. I apologize. No, totally please forgive me. So I'm super into carrot ginger soup these days. That's my jam. Yum. What's your favorite vegan soup, love? Probably split pea soup. So Sorry, some right lentils. off the bat. <laughs> yep. Gotta go right for the lentils. Get that good vegan protein. But, um, but yeah, so for me, it went from I was teaching maybe 20 classes a week in studios in person before the pandemic. As you well as co- are a rock star. Can I just <laughs> Hollywood break? I mean, yoga break. Let me just say, Jake Grossman, man, you graduated, you hit the ground running, and you became the brightest star in the industry in the locality ever. Like, jumped in two feet, ready to go. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but uh, did you say 20 classes per week? So, roughly about there. Oh, yeah. Between my gosh. three different studios, it was about 20 uh, classes a week, and then wow. add in 20 hours a week of being a rowing coach for Sammamish Rowing. And you were still, still serving your crew, literally. That's so chill. Literally, literally my crew, where I rose up through the ranks too. So that feels really uh, good. Um, Given so back. Given back, love. <laughs> 
I was, I was given back and getting that great energy of being around high school kids as well. Cause they have such a cool, fun energy. Yeah, um, and you know, I'm a very social butterfly as you know. So being in physical space with all those people was really like filled up my soul every day. It did drain my gas tank a lot from commuting. Oh, yeah. It was this, was this blue velvet? Uh, a little bit in Blue Velvet, which was my van that I lived in for two years or so. And Danielle has seen the van at many yoga studios and stuff over the years. Um, and, you know, I was commuting a lot, which was spending money on gas and, you know, contributing to like my carbon footprint. And then I was also physically over those two years of working that much. My body was starting to like slightly break down in areas, mostly like you helped me through oh. a left hip and left QL lower back issue that popped up for a bit there. Yep. You, you were really uh, helping me, helping encourage me to ice and rest and work slowly back into everything. So rest, ice cookies, elevation. Exactly. It's that simple. The, and mainly the cookies are the things that heal you. Um, but with that said, now it, it went from, you know, the pandemic came in pretty quick in a matter of weeks, our whole industry got turned upside down. I was really lucky that Get Zen Hot Yoga, who I was working for at the time, they um, switched to a Zoom online program and they made sure I had at least like four classes a week through them. And, you know, shout we did out that to Tiffany taking care shout of her homies. Ow! Yep. Shout out to Tiffany and Jen at Get Zen. We, we basically rode that out as long as it could. And unfortunately, Get Zen ended up going out of business. All together? All three, really, all three locations? All three locations. Oh, are, shoot. The whole Even that beautiful Redmond done. Ridge. Even the Redmond Ridge, which was our newer one and was kind of my baby. Oh, that baby. It was your well. baby. You and Jordan, you guys, you guys took that bottle of champagne, cracked it on the ship, and you just started a movement. I'm, I'm, oh, dear love. I, I don't keep up with things, so I appreciate the update. But, totally. geez, how did, oh, keep going. Sorry. Oh. No, yeah, there's so much to catch up on. Yeah, dude, I'm sorry. No, you, you and me both were like, like Danielle, what? we're now at April. <laughs> right, right. And it's like, why would we not record our catch up conversations? Because as we've always said, this is pure gold. So we just need to podcast all of our know, catch we're up. So, we're such teachers. Like, we're seriously like every time we even speak to each other, like, oh, shit, we should be recording this. <laughs> <laughs> right? People need to know what we are thinking. The gold is slipping through our fingers if we don't. So, um. Yeah. So, you know, Get Zen really did right by their teachers. They asked everybody, like, let's have people teach based off the amount that your income is based off teaching yoga. And so, you know, as me, who is like a full-time yoga teacher, they kept me fed as I was transitioning, basically. So really, really great. It's like the type of thing where it's really sad that that studio had to end. But like, it, there was no sour note in the entire experience. It just was really great and ended you know, because it had to, not because anybody there wanted it to end. It wasn't a, a violent or mad or bad ending. So, you know, that's something to be thankful for. And, and, and it, can and I interrupt? I just got to interject because that's who you are. Jake Grossman, please let me just take a second and do the Danielle thing. I submit <laughs> to you humbly with all the love in my heart, friend, that it came off like that because you came off like that. Thanks for listening. Thank you. And I, I definitely agree that there's such a give and take to life. And so, you know, the way that we perceive things, like we can always try to see the better in the situation. And I really do think that our energy flows towards the better when we do that. And then we attract more of 
the blessings. So, um, but thank you. And I've just been really blessed to be surrounded by a lot of great people in the last few years. Again, uh, you're a damn magnet. Sorry, you brought this on yourself, (laughs) sir. Yep. Bring it on. (laughs) I'll, I'll take it. Um, so yeah. And then I started to basically transition to putting out my little bat signal of, Hey, I'm really sad that our Redmond Ridge studio closed and Bellevue closed. Um, and if anybody wants something more of like a personal yoga teacher or a personal trainer using zoom virtual sessions, you know, let me know. And I started kind of building my own business and, Um, I already had a business license because as yoga teachers, most of us have our own business license. And so um, started taking on clients and basically to keep it real, since this is a yoga teacher podcast, much of the time, uh, I would say my amount I get paid per hour has about tripled or (gasps) quadrupled. Okay, dude, (laughs) dude, that's what I'm talking about. You know, This is a new age upon us, upon which we shall shake off the shackles, okay? Everyone who opens a studio is serving the light, and God bless them for it. They're putting all their skin on the line, right? They're going deep into debt to put out the good stuff. God bless them. Thank you for the opportunity, friends. However, when you own your stuff, your gift, your light, then, honey, you get to receive. You don't got to crawl on your knees. Gosh darn, I'm happy for you. Keep going. Preach. Wow. (laughs) Thank you. And I I totally agree. It's like, I had to work in big box gyms at the start of my career in order to learn. And what those gyms are saying is, you know, we're going to pay you just a third of what we make on each session, but at least you have equipment and we're feeding you a steady stream of clients. And so that's a way to get started in the personal training side. Same is true with the yoga side. Like I can't, you know, I couldn't just whip up my own studio and have the heat, the hot heaters and all of that stuff. They it's a, it's always a symbiotic relationship and we're always agreeing to everything that's happening. And I just realized I have to think a little bit bigger as to what the possibilities are. You know what I mean? Uh Uh-huh. I do. I do. And the podcast is called Light, Not Might. And you are showcasing what that means. Light is that you are standing in your own personal power and might is that if you're like, "Uh, maybe I'm good enough, maybe I should, maybe I'll do this, I might do that, or just might like coming in with your dukes up, like sunglasses on, chest puffed out, just I'm all that, people, what up, bitches? Exactly. Preach. I'm so grateful, Jacob. Sorry, I'm getting obnoxious. I haven't talked to you. This is all bottled up for what, like a year? I mean, thank you. Keep going. Keep going. It's been a while. And for the listeners at home, you are getting a raw Danielle and Jake conversation. This is how it goes. And I'm a firm believer any good conversation is going to have interruptions because, you know, we're all like, it's all stream of consciousness. And I need that interruption when something resonates with you and you have your side. So especially we all know the FaceTime and Zoom lag that happens, that split second of lag create, you know, creates that little bit more awkwardness where you might cut somebody off and we all get that. And it's totally accepted now, you know, I appreciate the reminder. This is I'm not kidding. And I'm not exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating. This is probably my eighth Zoom call. Ever? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, no way. Ask my best friend. Ask, ask Greg. I don't do this. I went into my shell and this is the first I've poked my head out. And you were the first person that, of course, I'm going to reach out for. So please forgive if I don't know the protocols. No, I'm I'm so honored. And I've been on like 800 Zoom calls since COVID hit. And it's like my new normal. Um, but yeah, just kind of wrapping up what we were saying is like, I 
when, when COVID started, all of us kind of didn't know what the future held. And so for my journey, it was just sort of walking into that unknown with my head held high, knowing, just trusting what I've learned so far on the journey, like what I learned with your program, you know, open up teacher training, what I've learned, you know, everything comes together. I've really learned through this experience that there is no such thing as wasted effort. Like everything I did in the past has helped me be who I am now. And as yoga teachers, our quote unquote product or our offering is us. It's what we know. It's our vibe. And it is how we talk and it's the service we provide. So everything that is going on for you, if you are a light worker, if you are a person who serves, there's no such thing as wasted time or a wasted experience. It's helping to form you into your strongest version of yourself. Yeah. And that's gold in your pocket, baby. Absolutely. And so I'm just at a point now where I'm 28 years old and I can see how everything in my past, things that I used to think were failures, they weren't failures. They've helped me where I am now. And so now basically my work week looks like helping. I have two clients who have fully invested in me as far as paying me what I'm worth, seeing me at least three times a week virtual. And they are just sticking to the program 100%. One of them is like 50% yoga, 50% personal training. The other is more like 90% personal training. And I throw in a little bit of yoga just because we all know it does a body good. It does a soul good. (laughs) So, uh, and then besides two clients, I have a couple other ones where I do little group sessions with them. Like maybe they're a there are two folks that I had down at the Muckleshoot Indian tribe where I used to teach yoga and their program right now is, is on hold. So they were best friends. We'll get them in a zoom call. And I have kept up with Sammamish rowing association as well. I'm their strength and conditioning coach. And we do four nights a week on zoom and I get the other kids, uh, all the kids take turns leading sets. So they're the spotlight video. It's really fun. Oh my gosh. Great job. Like great job. This is so exciting to hear because you're catching us up from when the world came down to what I'm hearing sounds like you at your best. Like this sounds like the peak of your career, your dharma. Like what's your next goal? Like, or are you just like cruising at this neat altitude and you want for nothing? Great question. I also agree with you that I feel like I'm at the peak of my career and the peak of my just personhood, like how it feels to be Jake and be in my own skin. So I'm really thankful for that. And Sometimes I've been like, man, I feel a little bit bad that like I'm hitting my peak when like the world is suffering. But okay, then I remind I, myself. I totally, like, I totally hear you there. This is a yeah. feeling where you're trying to have two things going on in your heart at the same time. You are hurting and sad for the world, but at the same time you're like, geez, I'm kind of crushing this. Is that okay? <laughs> exactly. And, and you know, I'm, I've been realizing I am one cell in the organism that is humanity and the world. So if I am thriving, that's helping everybody. So I'm going to keep thriving. And I encourage all of you at home, do what helps you thrive, because your raising of your vibration, like we're all connected. And if we can't, even if those threads are invisible, you raising your vibration, you being healthier and happier, it's it's radiating out to all of us. So... Absolutely. Um, Yeah. So that's all been career stuff on the personal side of things. I've been um, doing slightly less yoga because I was so like all in on yoga. I've been lifting weights a little bit more at home, just a one 15 pound dumbbell, one 30 pound dumbbell. And I'm pretty much set. Um, If you're at home and you're like, man, I haven't been doing anything strength related. 
I would say if you can safely go to like a Goodwill or maybe just an off on offer up, try to get a dumbbell. Like they can help you out quite a bit. You can do a lot with a little. Um, and then the other news would be, um, I met somebody in a pandemic. I met my partner in a pandemic. So that's been crazy. (laughs) Um, I met an amazing woman named Cassidy. Uh, we met on Tinder, believe it or not. And we, we had our whole first five dates were outside, socially distant, you know, couldn't even like hold hands or anything. That's so 2020. Did you not know what the bottom of each other's faces looked like? Pretty much like only from pictures. And, you know, we didn't, <laughs> if I would see a little bit of ankle, I would like start freaking <laughs> That's out. That's <laughs> so 19th century. I love it. Yeah. It's so 2020, but it's so 1820. Yeah. <laughs> <at the same time. laughs> You're like, dude, um, I saw her wrists. All right. Don't I be know. jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I nearly fainted. But um, but yeah, so, you know, we met in early September. And so that's just been really lovely. And she lives with a ton of roommates. And so we've had that interesting battle of like, we want to be together in physical space, but we also need to respect everybody's pandemic comfort level. And so, you know, I've had a couple COVID tests to make sure I'm like in the clear. Oh, and then I go over there and get to spend like a week straight with her and stuff. Wow. So that's been nice. Is your celebrity mashup named Jake City? <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, we haven't really talked about that much. Are we, I think we're cake. Uh-huh. We're ca- oh, long, cake. long jacket, short skirt, long jacket. I love cake. Right on. Exactly. <laughs> cake is one of my favorite bands. Same. Too. My mom raised me right. Same. Oh, I so love good. it. <laughs> and, Ca- and Cassidy loves cake too. Both the band He's and. He's going the, the distance. <laughs> I'm going, going for going speed. For speed. <laughs> <laughs> and during um, COVID, she's alone, all alone, all alone. In her time of need. But luckily, <laughs> we've been together now. Uh, and no, no, what else? No, no. Okay. Goals on the horizon. So as you know, like, I'm a type of person where my interests, there's so many interests, you know, always within my head. And, and yoga is definitely part of it. Like wellness has become my obsession. And so my next step is I've been looking into, so nothing's official yet, but I've been looking into grad school to become a mental health counselor. And oh, I think that's, that's so the neat next to step. put that cherry of a credential on the top of the Jake set of skills. Totally. Yeah. And I will never like yoga and fitness and like mind, body, spirit wellness is always going to be one of my main tenants. So when I go into that mental health world, my big thing is going to be, we're not just going to have you laying on the couch, like, let's get you moving, stretching, or at least like, addressing all the parts of of the person, you know, the whole person, the whole, the whole person. That's, that's the jam. Oh, I'm so excited. I And I love that you understand as a professional, Jake, your scope of practice. So while mm-hmm. folks might turn to you right now, and you feel called to serve, you're able to put your hand up and say, you know what? Today, I can talk about your agility, balance, and coordination. I can talk about nutrition to the extent of your goals and what you're practicing. Here's what I can offer today, but dot, 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 going to catch you in 2023 when I've got a certificate to say that the state and the board now certify and acclaim to my highest abilities what I already knew before. That's exactly right. Like... I, I, that's been the debate for me is, do I need to go back to school and get student loans to help people to my fullest? Or is that a limiting belief? And I I really investigated that for like three years. And the conclusion I came to 
and a little bit more about the journey. So a type of therapy that really helped me the most was hypnotherapy. Oh, interesting. And I, to shout out the uh, therapist who helped me a, a ton. Her name is Laura Richer. She works uh, for her her company. Her um, practice is called, I believe it's called, um, it's had a couple, it's, it's transformed over time, but I believe it's Anchor Light Therapy Group. Anchor Light Therapy. In, okay, we'll um, put that in the show notes. Yeah, in Queen Anne. She is one one of those people like you who changed my life by me meeting her. So back um, at you, back at you. Thank you. It's always mutual, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> you yep. can't change a life without them changing yours too. And uh, so I actually went to Bastyr University and got my certificate in hypnotherapy. So I'm state certified to do hypnotherapy. So before I was a yoga teacher, I wanted that to be my gig. And so I started seeing clients. And what I found was Right off the bat, I started to get a few people where they were really outside of my scope of practice. Their needs were a little bit more than what I was prepared for. And the hypnotherapy is super amazing, but it has the word therapy in it. And so people assume that you are at least like master's level. And so that experience was one of the final things that showed me it's time to really get certified. It's time to really have that level that I can feel super comfortable helping people with what they need help with. Awesome. That's very responsible of you. You know, I am excited myself to pivot into lifestyle coaching and I do have 30 years under my belt. So I think my situation's different where I can say, you know what? I thought also about going back to graduate school. I kind of was studying for the GRE and applying to schools, getting my letters of recommendation. Then I stopped the bus and I was like, you know what, Danielle? You know, you understand scope of practice, so it's not like you're going to try to play therapist or dietitian, but you understand how to help people follow a plan. So it was exciting for me to lean into my own resume, and I love this conversation with you because you're showcasing. You're like, I'm 28. I'm a jack of all trades, but you know what? I can get a little more of that research-based science stuff under my belt as a responsible guy. You're going to be completely eligible for third-party reimbursement too. So when healthcare finally pays for the proactive stuff you're going to be dishing out, Jake, you're going to put out not just a shingle, but the beacon of light that people are going to just come to. When do you, what's your time frame? When do you think you'll enter grad school? Great question. And, and first, just to say, I totally agree with you about the life experience thing, because when I was doing the hypnotherapy practice, I was about 26, you know, two years ago, maybe 25. I had it was also like no one was really taking me seriously and for a little bit for good reason. You know, I believe I'm like people age is just a number. Someone can be an old soul. Someone can be a therapeutic person to their core, regardless of their age. But it was the kind of thing where if you're, you know, in your fifties and you know, you have all this life experience and all the people you've helped, I totally agree. Like lean into what you have versus me. I'm kind of have a blank slate and it's a, a better time than ever, I figured, to go back to school. So um, the program I'm looking at the most is Antioch University. They're in Seattle, and I've known multiple people who have went there and had great experiences. My sister earned her master's in creative change there. It's a great school. Oh, it's awesome. And they really do take a leadership role when it comes to social justice. Big time. Equality, equity, and all these things that, you know, we're all, every individual needs to speak out about if our society is going to improve in the way where we value everyone and we're not so individualistic that we let people become neglected and fall to the wayside. That's right. Silence um, is violence. So yep. yep. Silence is violence. And you're taking the side of the oppressor if you are silent. And 
So my timeline, roughly, my goal is to start in the fall. Uh, you know, I haven't, uh, the applications due February 1st, so I haven't been accepted or anything. Can I write one yet. of your letters of recommendation? I was actually going to ask ah! you that. I, didn't want to I put said you that out loud before FaceTime. I thought, Danielle, is that really rude to blast no, him like that? <laughs> it's perfect. It's going to be you and then my supervisor for Sammamish Rowing. Oh, I'm so seen, honored. I'm super honored too. And it's like amazing that we captured it in the FaceTime. Um, but yeah, so, you know, if I can start in the fall, they told me that the program can take two and a half to three and a half years and it's up to my pace and it doesn't really change like the tuition cost either. So it's pretty But sweet. when you finish in 18 months, they're not going to be offended or anything because Jake Grossman <laughs> right. brings it. If I blow through it and get a perfect 4.0, I'm like, can I can I get it a little cheaper if I do it faster than two and a half years? <laughs> Baby, they're going to pay you. They're going to be like, we've been waiting for someone with your skill set. I mean, you're the total package. And now you're also going to have quite the credential. What a wonderful arrow in your quiver. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And. I, I want to say, like, you know, I've been thinking about this decision for many years and the things that have pushed me over the edge are like COVID reminded me that, you know, life is short and like this is a dream I've been sitting on a little too long. And also the experiences I had with you and teaching yoga, they really solidified it in me that I have something to offer and that I have a therapeutic presence. And, you know, a lot of people, myself included, we are our harshest critic and we might feel like there's a, sh a shadow or a darkness in us that is holding us back from being a healer. But I actually think that's completely not true. Like you're, uh, the, the presence of darkness or a shadow in a person doesn't mean that they are held back in any way. It means they're real and they're living in the three-dimensional realm where duality is all that, around that's, us. That's why I call this podcast Light Not Might because light it, it's it's all of our birthright. It's all of our gift. However, sometimes we don't trust it or give ourselves permission to trust it. And the might mm -hmm. part is either us putting obstacles before us, getting in our own way, or coming in with our dukes up, pretending we're all that because we really have this fear that we got to be too like puffed up. You know what I'm saying? Like we got to show mm -hmm. up with our guns blazing and like make up for it that way. And we know what that looks like in 2020. I mm -hmm. tell you, you know, me and you, we like to see the God winks. When I was driving to the supermarket this morning before speaking with you, I had never heard this song before, but on the YouTube channel on XM, a song called Get Out of Your Own Way was on. Mm. I've, I had never heard it. Apparently Bono wrote it for his daughter, who's a poet. And, wow. and he said the coolest thing. He goes, um, so yeah, my daughter was saying she didn't know how she's going to show up in the world with her beautiful gift of poetry. But I told her, I said, get out of your own way. And then I said, dude, write a song, man. Preach what you need to hear. Mm -hmm. I 100% agree. And a lot of times we, when we talk about things like technology and social media, we can focus on the negative sides that there are. But on the bright side of social media is I've seen so many people leading with their vulnerability and it lets everybody know, holy crap, like we all, you know, we live in an animal body. We're naturally going to have fear and like, you know, instinctual reactions to things. So fight or flight, right? The That's fight right. is our ego trying to overpower yep. someone or some situation. Yep. And then our, our, our flight is just running from yep. with fear. Giving us that option to not do, but try. Mm -hmm. And then I think that the, the real 
thing that we're all trying to do is not react, but like act with intention and be like, yes, I'm feeling this, like I'm observing this thing within me that wants to run away or this thing that wants to yell and scream. But I have the mindfulness and the power to choose my actions. And sometimes the best thing is just to. Yeah. And how sad that we can't get in a room with people and take an inhale here and open your mouth, big H-A-ha ever. Like, again, the same way. I mean, for you to take this moment and pivot like this and stand in your own power and kind of sounds like take everything you accumulated and shuffle it into something beautiful and new. I knew this is what was going to come out of your face. Friends, (laughs) trust me, we didn't call each other and be like, hey, we should talk about this. Here's my question. No show notes. (laughs) No show notes because that would just mess us up. We just capture like the real soul to soul interchange. And that's what a yoga class is too. Like my big message to anybody listening, if you're a yoga teacher working in wellness in general, or you know what, just in the world in general, I believe that overthinking things and trying to control the situation too much uh, stifles our energy, stifles our creative flow. If we just trust ourselves, like, yeah, I've handled every situation I've ever had up to this point. I can handle this one. I'm going to trust my innate skills in the moment to say the right thing, do the right thing, or at least something pretty much close to the right thing, you know? So just trust yourself. Your ego wants to control the situation. Your natural childlike self just wants to play. Yeah, I love that. So let me ask you this, Jake. When you are speaking with people these days and they learn what your dharma is, what your work, what you provide is, what's the first thing that they say? Like, is there a question they ask you or some sort of thing they self-identify or disclose about themselves and what maybe impedes their ability to get on the path of health, happiness, nutrition, what have you? What what jumps into your brain when people meet you for the first time? They're like, oh, wow, you do that? Well, but my thing is this. Yeah, the number one thing is when I say I teach yoga, we'll be like, oh, I suck at yoga. I could never do yoga. I'm not flexible. Stuff like that is super common. It's immediately like a self put down generally. And and I see where that comes from, uh, like from a good place. Like a lot of people don't want to take up space and they like a lot of people like to show humility in conversations to say like a little bit of self-deprecation, like, hey, like I'm not taking myself too seriously. And I think that is an endearing thing. But I also think that the more we put ourselves down uh, with our words, the more that we are going to think those thoughts and the more we're encouraging other people to follow our energy and our example of that. And so I'm, I really practice not saying things that make me feel weak. Good. I, and I recommend that for to you all as well. Like don't, don't say words that you would want, that you wouldn't want your own child to say to themselves yep. or your best friend, you know? Yep. yep. And, um, and so I would say, you know, fear of not being good enough right off the bat. And I think that the best thing to be is a fool. The archetype of the fool, if you've ever seen like a tarot card, the fool, it means someone brave enough to be willing to be totally new at That's something. That's it. All art comes from courage. Yes. You have to put yourself out there and be able to feel like you're someone saying I love you for the first time to a brand new lover you have mm. to be able to put it all on the line. And that's that's the deepest courage. And I, I really want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for everything you did to support my trying in my you know, career 
to elevate, open up yoga teacher training. I really kind of hid behind you and Jay and Jordan. You know, I kind of put you guys out front because I was too scared. And my best friend's been really helpful in helping me push myself forward. And when I wrote this new book, I'm super excited. Uh, it's called Light 10 Up. It's 10 Lifestyle Essentials to Glow By. I'm I'm excited. Well, she edited the book. Jake, of course, friends, edited Teaching Yoga, the Side Hustle to Save the World. Thank you so much, It's Jake. on my shelf back there. Oh, look at this. I see it. Oh, that's awesome. Well, so my <laughs> best friend edited, and the things she edited were me doing just what you said, being really down on myself, self-effacing. And in my head, I was like, well, I'm just showcasing that we can all mess up. And she's just like, look, be a leader, be strong, be in your power. That's what people need. They don't need you to be like, I'm dumb on me and here's how I got fat and here's how I cleaned up the mess. So keep going. I think more people need to be able to own what they have to offer and that's the light people want to follow. It's just a natural human inclination. Human race got this far because we trusted people who had courage. Absolutely. And I think it's a fun thought experiment to think to yourself, what is the most pure form of courage look like? And so you might think, oh, it's probably like a really muscly guy who's, you know, making sure everybody knows. And then it's like, wait, you know, that's actually not the most form of courage. The highest form of courage is not needing to, you know, like outwardly express, you know, always being in control or being perfect. People who have a therapeutic presence, people who draw people in and make them feel safe and seen and like everything is okay. They're not so hung up on like the little details. They're looking at the big picture of like, here is another soul or one of my favorite ways that Alan Watts would put it is here before me is God in drag. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah. Oh and my I think gosh. just like working with high school students again at the rowing team has helped me see that too. They're all so full of infinite creativity and potential, but at the same time, so much self-consciousness that happens in high school. Self-censure. Yeah. Self, self-centered and being like, am I good enough? Am I you know, I, I know I felt like I had something to prove for so long. And well, yeah. And they're so careful about the way that they come off that they just like there's such a filter that they run everything through before they peek out and show who they are. So for someone like you to say, I'm not going to censor myself. I'm not going to practice self-censure. I'm going to be Jake. I'll bet that helps them kind of like, hey, if, if Jake can walk his talk, I can too. Oh, uh, and I see what you mean with self-censure. Yes, absolutely. There, people censor themselves all the time in our world, and for an understandable reason. But um, yeah, I, I would say what you said in yoga teacher training, and you mentioned it today as well. A yoga teacher is like the first person to say "I love you." You are being that first person to just put themselves out there and show everybody else, "Hey, you know, we don't have to." be so individualistic. We don't have to be so scared. We don't have to be, um, you know, how like a abused dog might bark a lot and be aggressive, hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. And if we realize we can just let down the fight and we can let down the running and the flight and just sort of be and breathe and be like, here's who yep. I am. Yep. And you know what? Yep. People will accept you. And this whole thing about social media and about how, challenging it's been for me personally to put myself out there and try to grow my brand on my own two feet instead of hide behind cool people like you. I heard this awesome thing. Someone said, dogs don't bark at parked cars. 
Mm-hmm. So that whole thing about the bluff, the bluster, and the just the the flack you can get when you're that brave. You know what? Yeah, if you get someone trying to shoot you down, it's just because you're showcasing strength and courage. And why wouldn't a dog bark at a car moving that fast like you are? And and it just yeah. helps them understand. It helps yourself go. You know what? I used to be that way. Or you know what? You'll get there too. Just keep trying. You'll get brave one day too. And you don't have to be taking life on like this or expressing yourself this way. It's 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 been fun to follow your lead, Jake, and and acquire a little more courage about my worth and putting my work out there. And you've inspired me every day. So this conversation was a long time coming. I'm just so excited. Mm. Well, remember, you're the one who taught me to do what I do as far as teaching yoga. So if you're ever doubting yourself, remember the way you talk me up in my my classes. You taught me how to do that. So like it's all completely reciprocal. It's a positive feedback loop. That's appreciate, what humanity I appreciate I appreciate the endorsement, but um, you know, it's really fun. It's like when you're a parent, you know that children come like they are and I love that I know who your mom is and that she is a healthcare worker. Shout out to your mom doing the good work. Oh my yep, goodness. Lordy, always love you. You're amazing. You're my hero. <laughs> the whole memo here is that you are who you are. You've always been. And I love the idea that you're going to get out of your own way and whatever is going to come you know, toward you, you're going to take not as a problem, not as a victim. It, you're just going to jump over it like a hurdle only to make yourself that much stronger and more powerful. I'm so excited. This is great. So so applications are due February. You've got yep. all kinds of great gigs. You know, what else? Catch us up in these last couple of minutes. You know, I feel like you really embody the brand. You really embody the values. You walk and talk. Like I've always said, you are open up yoga teacher training and by extension, light, not might. And you're a lifestyle coach that I will probably be calling to be like, hey, you know, I've had this challenge with a client. I thought I could handle it, but I'm experiencing this. What what say you? <laughs> totally. Well, all I can say is it's just been such a journey and it's just getting started for me and for all of us. Like the, the what we create in the future is completely up to us when it comes to our career. Like that's the message I the lesson I learned this year that I want to like shout from the hilltops to anybody listening to this podcast. If you're listening to this podcast, you're listening to it for a reason. You're at the exact right time in the exact right place. The only thing that could possibly hold you back is your own limiting beliefs. If you can let those go one little layer at a time, you're going to just grow and grow and grow your business, your confidence, yourself, whatever it is. You have to be willing to ask for it and then you'll get it. If you never speak those words out to the universe, it's probably not going to happen. There you go. There you go. Anything else you have to offer, love? I, I know I want to pick your brain all day, but you know it's getting to be lunch. You probably got a, a nutrition strategy. What is for lunch? I'm going to put you on the spot. Great question. Um, so I'm at my folks' house right now for Hanukkah. So Oh, I can please smell... forgive me. The first thing I thought when I woke up this morning was, make sure you say happy Hanukkah to Jake. Please forgive no, me. I, I think we might have done that at the beginning of um, this this call. I'm not sure, but I, I, if we, we haven't, not, happy but, Hanukkah. You know, ed, ed, Greg's a great editor. <laughs> <laughs> We're just starting the episode. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> Um, so I'll probably walk down to, to something cooking. I can smell oh, something that smells like latka? a pie crust. Latka? 
Hegel? We had Hugel. last night. Hugel. Listen to <laughs> me getting our industry mixed up with your culture. Yeah, you're going to have Kegels for breakfast. My sister makes a damn good Kugel. She's Jewish. <laughs> You're like, Kegel, and I'm like, are you telling me to? I'm like, okay. <laughs> if you insist. That's so funny. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, as far as, you know, I I am that nutrition nerd to telling everybody out there, if these foods agree with you, I encourage you to eat a lot of the following. Blueberries, kale, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, flax seeds, chia seeds, turmeric, ginger, those are like just things that I am always Thank telling you. my rowers. That's row, a wonderful superfood list. And I love that you just spiel them off like that. And those are sounded- my favorites. So- Avocado. Yeah. Um, so those are some of my favorites. Um, make sure you're taking good care of yourself. You know, sleep as much as your body needs. For me, it's like seven to eight hours. And the time that you start your sleep really affects that. If I can get asleep before 10, I feel way better than sleeping around midnight or one, even if it's for yep. the same amount of time. Yep. And, you know, stay hydrated. You always remind me to drink plenty of water. Having a good water bottle that you love is key. Oh, cheers. Do you love my new pink one? Look at at my pink one. It's all sparkly. So you. Uh Okay, so I wrote a book called uh, Light 10 Up, and it's 10 Lifestyle Essentials. And I think you've just spieled off like eight of them. (laughs) Well, I cannot wait to read it because... You're writing. When I was editing your book, I had the best time, your other book, I had the best time ever. And so to anyone listening, please read this because if you like Danielle's podcast, it her voice jumps off the page in the exact same way. Like I can hear your voice reading me the book every time I read any of your writing. So. Oh, man. Well, how fun. Well, Jake, I hope that you have a wonderful meal when you go downstairs. I love that we got a chance to talk today. Thank you for your light and your encouraging people on the path. And, and you know, you're the kind of friend where I might not talk to you for a few months or even probably a year or two or whatever, but I'm probably thinking about you every day. And for some reason, I'm always glancing at the clock at like 717, July 17. Like, you know, I was That's, that's kind my of, birthday. It, it turned into a time and it's, a, it's my like... <laughs> mindfulness synchronicity thing yeah. whenever i see it on the clock like i always take it as a sign that like i'm on the right path i yep, guess yeah yeah right on all right well gosh thank you for walking on the path with me sir thank you for walking on the path with me <laughs> thank you for the magnificent outcomes Woo! right on okay well namaste everybody thank namaste. you well friends thank you so much for tuning in we absolutely love doing this podcast, having these great conversations with people on the path. Health, wealth, happiness, it's all yours. And when you are standing in a place of your personal power, your truth, and just honestly standing in the light, there's nothing you cannot achieve. We call this podcast Light Not Might because might really ends up getting in our way. Whether it's like, I might do this, I might do that. You know, just giving yourself that message that maybe it won't work out. That's that's not very effective. Same with might, like coming in with your dukes up, like you're coming in looking for a fight. That's another way that we sometimes can self-sabotage. We say light, not might, because it is all about understanding that it's your birthright to absolutely love what you do and do what you love. Thank you so much for listening, friends. We look forward to sharing, again, conversations with people in the network here. We are a little teacher training program 
in terms of the yoga industry, we like to say we are a little program with a big circle of friends. And that was one of our favorite friends. Thank you again, Jake Grossman. We look forward to learning more about your journey and definitely following you into your new path, your new career into counseling. Good job. All right. All right. Thank you, friends. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful, peaceful, and awesome day. Namaste. Namaste.